Welcome to Season 2 of Moolily 2017. We are women who have given up on trying to live in perfectionism and guilt. Because let's be honest, it just doesn't work. So we're trying something different and choosing to live intentionally and with hope. Please join us as we attempt to open the conversation and search out answers in a safe place. Welcome to the Moolily Podcast. Is it really 2017? Yes, it really is. And that seems like such a far distant date in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was born in 82. 2017 was like... Totally. Well, like, do you remember the Back to the Future movie? Yes. And they went forward in time to 2015. Right. And that was two years ago. <laughs> How is this even happening? I, I don't know. The passage of time. It's inertia. It's the planet turning. It's it is bizarre. The universe. It is wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. Life is good. Life is good. So we, I'd like to start the new year by saying thank you to all of you Ooh, out there. Big thank you. Wonderful Moolillians. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. I like it. It might, it yeah. might stick. It might hang around. So as you have probably become aware this um was our first year of recording mm-hmm. the moolily podcast yep. and we experimented with a few other things the 12 days of christmas which yep. we're going to talk about in a minute and we've been blogging and mm-hmm. you know on instagram and facebook there's a couple of videos and a few other things but uh this whole year has just been a big journey of discovery with yes, the lord so uh we've been sort of asking the lord what his heart is i mean this is something that we started because we felt like he laid it on our hearts that this is that there is a group of women, and the more I do this, more I feel like it really applies to every woman. Yeah, whether you Absolutely. are younger or older, whether you have children or whether you're single mm-hmm. or whether you're an empty nester or whatever. There's just so much flurry around us, and we want to live a peaceful life. We want to engage with the Lord, yeah, uh, and do things well, but not out of a pressure of perfectionism. So all that to say, thank you for subscribing Mm -hmm. to our podcast. Thank you for going on this journey with us. And please join us in 2017. Yes. Who knows what will happen? I think it can only get better. It can (laughs) (laughs) It can only get it can only get more amazing and awesome. Yes. Who who knows what will happen? So we have some fun things coming up this year. We're working on a little audio book. It's not our book, but we will be reading it. Yes. And we're working on um, a tour, possibly two. So we are going to be going on the road. We're going on tour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because we've done it a couple of times here where we've um, sat down with some women and just said, tell me what is your heart? What what is the Lord doing? What are the things you'd like to hear more about or talk Mm -hmm. more about? And so I'd just like to do that in a few different places and connect with a few different women and also have the opportunity maybe to to minister to a few different women and pray for them and be a blessing. So stay tuned. Yeah, it's exciting. It is exciting. I'm I'm actually really excited. I think this year is going to be a good year. I think it's going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. I can feel it. I I feel like the Lord's heart is delighted in our (laughs) growing pains and in our Mm -hmm. little fumbling steps as we've stepped into what he put before us to do. Right. And I feel anticipation about building. I love building things. Yeah. There's a lot to be built. It's funny. This process has tested 
my resolve <laughs> of, of not being a perfectionist essentially because I yeah. don't like to do things unless I feel like I can do it yeah. well and there's been a couple of times that we've just bitten off a bit more than we can chew where we've had to like rework it and step back and say okay what yeah what is the purpose yeah is this aspect of it necessary or you know are we trying to reach as many people as possible or do we want to reach the few with something that's yeah really genuine and quality so yeah 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 i think the lord always uses anything that we go okay i'm going to set out and i'm going to do this thing to bless others it is hugely about us so as we step forward and said we're going to face perfectionism head on the reality is that we're probably perfectionists <laughs> right <laughs> and i went i'm not at all and then i began to see how sneaky it is yeah. and literally the last three or four months of me been facing the monster of perfectionism mm -hmm. <laughs> how interesting <laughs> it is interesting yeah so this is i'm i'm excited yeah i'm excited about 2017 so let's talk about the end of 2016 so it's been a couple of weeks since you've heard from us mm -hmm. uh we ended out the year with the 12 days of chaos mm -hmm. a christmas devotional mm -hmm. which was really fun we had a lot of so fun, fun making it it was very appropriately named. <laughs> Indeed. Well done, Christina. Because it was one of those projects that we really bit <laughs> off more than we chew because it was 12 days. Yeah. It wasn't just one recording or yeah. five. Um, and so that was one of the things that we had to step back and say, okay, let's go for quality and not quantity. <laughs> let's do something that's going to be meaningful. Yeah. So um, we would love your feedback mm -hmm. on that. If there were aspects of it that really blessed you or if there are things that you think that you'd like to hear next year or whatever, please yes. let us know. You can go to the website and hit the contact thing and mm -hmm. just shoot us a little email. Or you can just email us at hello, hello at moolilyproject.com. Yep. So, Christiana, tell me how your 12 Days of Chaos actually played out. Yeah, they were a little chaotic what really? I found and uh, writing the devotional and really being in those days and spending all the time that it took to put that together. I, my heart really engaged with the material. Mm -hmm. And to me, I found out that this year wasn't actually the year that I <laughs> succeeded in doing the things as in, Hey, let's draw our kids into the narrative, whatever. Right. It was more of, I'm getting a vision for how I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, which is really important, like really, important. really helpful to actually step back and see. It okay. is. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping it would be in every way, whether it was traveling or all the things we talked about, that I would go, yeah, and kind of do, mm -hmm. do it. And it, it's more been, oh, wow, I really need to look at how I'm doing things right. and I need to make a plan and I need to think about it. But still in the midst, there's been a lot of just sweetness. Mm. So my husband and I have been more intentional if anything we've been more intentional and purposeful with our time Good. with our kids with mm -hmm. talking about the lord and we've had a lot of sweet moments but well that's huge wah, right like yeah that's that was worth it that was worth it that absolutely i have found that i have been dramatically short-tempered too mm, this yeah, holiday season too. <laughs> so how, how you've been short-tempered as well yes help me feel less crazy so here I bad mom. I did not have a big win when it came to sitting down and looking at my calendar and giving yeah. myself space. Yeah. Uh, I really should have done that before I felt any inkling towards Christmas, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. in November or even the end of October. 
Um, so that's something that I've learned that I'm going to do. I kind of – this is a character flaw of mine. I sort of <laughs> wait until I, like, feel – Oh, yeah. I mean, with anything. Yeah. If the, the, especially if it's something that's meant to be fun and exciting. I have to be, like, in the mood before I start. Oh, and that's okay. a mistake. Especially yeah. when it's something that's not just, like, a day. It's not just, like, a party or something. Yeah. But it's, like, a whole season and there's <laughs> multiple season. things. So – but I was intentional and I think I had some success with spending really quality time with my children and reading through the Christmas story. Good. But I found myself, I think I had this expectation, this is going to be really special and sacred and we're going to bond. Mm -hmm. And then they would mess around or do something mm -hmm. and be, be childish. Kids, and yeah. then I would get angry with them. <laughs> And then ruin the whole moment, you know, <laughs> yeah. or we'd plan to go out and do something special. <laughs> so my husband was traveling a little bit. So we would say, okay, we're going to get a drive through and we're going to go and drive around the Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. But then they'd be messing around in the car mm -hmm. or something would happen. And I'd say, if you guys don't know how to behave, then we're just going to go home. And then I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute, this is meant to be a special thing. It shouldn't be dependent on their behavior. Like, this is not the time for a consequence but at the same time <laughs> I don't want to reward bad behavior and yeah. then I would have this big internal moral dilemma yeah so I don't know exactly what I've learned from that <laughs> <laughs> I just what is your capacity yeah maybe mm -hmm. and what's what are your expectations yeah we talk about true. expectations but I think th one thing actually that I did learn is that like little and often not trying, like with oh, yeah. withdrawing them into the story That's and we're good. sitting down and talking about the Lord. Um, I I would say the same for myself, not to try and have a big two-hour quiet time while I mm -hmm. unpack this whole big mm -hmm. thing. Um, but to just take one scripture or one concept and just chew on that, you know. Uh, so with the kids... Ask them a question or, or during at the dinner table say, you know, what do you think about, what do you think it was like for Mary to know that she had the son of God mm -hmm. as a baby in her tummy, you know, and just talk about that or, um, you know, doing, we would read a different Christmas story. So like a storybook or one of the children's Bible stories, they all have yeah. a slightly different kind of way of telling the story, which is kind of fun. Um but not having too high expectations, just mm -hmm. letting it be what it is. And often the kids would sort of come back and have a question or they'd come back and they had been sort of pondering things, which was so encouraging because yeah, you is. kind of feel like, <laughs> I don't know if this is making any difference at all. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So we had a realistic 12 days of December. Yeah. Is what we had. Mm-hmm. And I did it, so obviously we've been working on it since October, but I kind of went through the 12 days from December 1 to 12. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you could have done it at any point. It went up on the 1st of December, but yep. you have opportunity to do it for two sets of 12 days <laughs> before Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, but I'm really glad that I did that because then I had another 12 days that yeah. I could kind of step back and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do better or this is something that's actually not important to me or it's too late to try and figure yeah. out. You know, whatever. My finances are shot now. I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> so many presents. So, yeah, I, I said on that <laughs> podcast that I have to wait because <laughs> otherwise so I just go back again and I, and I buy more stuff. <laughs> or I, f I see something else and I'm like, no, that will be so special. But then I have to buy five sets of it. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. <laughs> so my son's 
I've got two boys that have the birthday on the 16th and 17th of December. Mm-hmm. So I waited until after their Good birthdays job. before I... Good so job. I made lists and I planned it. Yeah. And I was like organized, but I didn't actually go and spend any money until, I mean, the week before Christmas. <laughs> but I had time. It was last minute, but it wasn't like yeah. hurried and stressed. and Yeah. So, yeah. It was good. We had a really good Christmas. I'm glad. Us too. Us too. Was good. I'm glad that we did this. Me too. I am. I think it was meaningful and impactful for our family mm-hmm. and really helped me to have a practical way to look at both my emotions and the physical moving pieces of our lives during mm-hmm. the holiday season and have awareness and just ask, invite the Lord into it. Just that constant invite the Lord into what you're doing. Yeah. Invite the Lord into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That was good for me. Yeah. I th- that's what I liked about doing, like actually writing out the devotional. Yeah. Um, so we did the podcast along with it. So it was fun to kind of talk about it and unpack it a little bit. But it was also nice just to step back and spend that time with the Lord. Because yeah. we talk about that a lot. Um. So it was fun to actually produce a tool, hopefully, that helped you to do that. Yeah. I don't know if I was too close because I I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, certainly in writing it, it stirred up a lot of things. Yeah. I didn't write it alone. Christiana yes. actually did a much larger <laughs> portion of it, but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We posted. We it were together. in it together. Yes. We were in it together for sure. Mm. Yeah. So now we are in a new year. A new year. So Christiana, you were telling me about a bit of your process and a bit of a journey that you've been on with the Lord. Indeed. I just opened up my journal to look at my notes. Mm. Um, yeah, ending so ending um December as I was ending December and looking towards the new York year. I just had this day where I felt so heavy and mm. that it was a Sunday, so it was a self-care day, and I didn't quite get to do the things that I needed to do to sort of fill back up. I had other I had work I had to do. And I hit the night and I was I just felt so heavy and I just it's that un for me there's a weight of all the things unprocessed. Right. And I I realized so we are at a location in which there are two adorable dogs. Let it just be said. That's not Christina. That's not our producer barking. Mm-hmm. There are two adorable little dogs. So just so everyone knows yes. what's happening right now. So I just sat down. I, I got home and I just went to my room and I just started writing. And so I just sat down and started journaling and writing down everything that had happened in the year. And of course, you know, that's like 10 pages. Gosh, that's a lot, it was yeah. a lot. It's sort of just summing up all the things. And I didn't even get to my heart or my marriage. I mean, this was just, <laughs> this was just the things that had happened in our year. Out of all the last couple of years that have passed in our lives, so much happened in terms of we moved house. It felt like season shifted. Things changed in my husband's business. He mm. figured out a lot of things my mom worked for us and then her job changed we started moodily yeah I helped two different people write books Gosh. Um, yeah huge things happened with my kids there were things happening in my family 15 appointments at the dentist oh my god <laughs> and my children's teeth are falling out of their mouth essentially <laughs> Yes, it's, there were some medical things, you know, there were just so many huge things that had changed and shifted. My husband and I have done multiple classes with the Life Model Works ministry. Mm. And so all the things that have been stirred up, unpacked, started, changed the journey I've been on with Jesus. I I was just feeling this 
oh, the weight of the year. And so I started writing everything down, the events and the adventures and the successes and the failures and all the cries of my heart. And I, again, I was looking at, oh my gosh, there's so much perfectionism. There's so much perfectionism everywhere. And so I was dialoguing with the Lord and the Lord brought me back to Mary in the Magnificat. And he said, just as I call you to magnify me, I microscope and I telescope you. And I went, okay, what does that mean? Because you're Emmanuel, you're with me. You know, I, you're right here with me. What are you saying, Lord? And so he was saying with the microscope, he was saying, I know you. I know every atom in your body. I know your brain. I know your spirit, your soul. I know the ins and outs of how you work. I know why things are hard for you when you don't even understand how things are hard for you. So it was, it was just this intimate, I see you down to the smallest detail. And he's, the telescope, he was saying, I see that I have perspective on where you are in your journey and where you are in your story. Wow. And I hate allegory because it's always really badly written. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is that I have this sort of allegory always running in my head of my life. Like mm-hmm. if I'm facing perfectionism in my imagination, I'm in a forest, like fighting a dragon, you know, like there's this sort of parallel that's and so yeah, that's kind of fun. And in all of my prayer encounters with the Lord, it's a story. I mean, it's this adventure with Jesus, right? So there's always this thing running in my head. And so the Lord said, you know, I can see very clearly where you are in your journey, where you are right. in your story. And you can't always see that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, don't always pay attention to what's happening. Sometimes you just feel heavy and you don't know why. And it's kind of because you're stuck in the swamp of despair Mm -hmm. and you've lost sight of your guide because you stopped because you thought the mud might feel nice. But guess what? Mud doesn't feel nice. (laughs) You know, it's like this. You don't always know where you are in your journey. Mm -hmm. And there was something about that that intensely hit my heart because he was saying, I know where you are. I know who you are and I know where you are and I know where you're going and I'm with you and I can see how you need to get to where you need to go, what the next place is for you to be. Um, And so much of the year, the other thing was I've been asking him, what is my name? Who am I? Mm. I think that we can take on names that don't belong to us. Other people give us names. The enemy gives us names. We give ourselves names. Mm -hmm. That becomes our identity, aspects of who we think that we are. And so much of the time they're wrong. Right. You know, that's not our true name. And, and we operate out of that in a way exactly. that's really unhealthy. Like, I don't want to be like that. Or I so want to be like that. Exactly. <laughs> and so it throws throws everything off center. It does. And in this one prayer encounter I'd had with him, the Lord so clearly said, only he who made you can name you. Wow. And he just impressed it on my heart. And I believe it and it's burned into my heart. But it's so easy to go back to the things that are comfortable, even mm-hmm. if it's misery. It's so easy to look back to those things, even when we've encountered the Lord and it's changed how we we know that's not who I am. It can be so easy to fall back into those things. And I think that's the daily walking out of the truth and of holding on to the truth and standing firm on that. And so he said, you know, you keep asking me, what's your name? Well, you are mine. That's what you need to know today. You are Mm. mine. And it was this this fatherhood, fathership, I don't know exactly what it was, Mm -hmm. but it was this impression of, I know who you are, I see where you are, and I know what your name is. I I know you so well. So I just was processing all that stuff, and it was like he was encouraging me just to be rooted and grounded in the truth. And so the next day, so John that night had such grace to not talk to me. He just (laughs) left me alone. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the next morning, you know, he fixed coffee and we sit down and we chat together and he said, you just were so intense. Like you were so heavy last night. Mm. And I could tell that you just didn't want to talk and you were processing. And I went, good job, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Like, well done, you know, he sometimes will try to engage with me when I'm like that. And Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't want to talk to him and I don't have the capacity to go, babe, I'm sorry. I I can't talk right now. Usually it's (laughs) (laughs) just being honest. Yeah. So we sat down and we talked and I kind of just unloaded. I'm just processing the year and there are these, you know, just the Lord's, he's encouraging me, but it's, it's still, it's just so heavy. And as he was praying, so we sat and we prayed and the thing that kept coming out of me, out of all the things I'm processing about the year, is I want to be a better mom. Mm. It's like the most important thing in our lives is our kids, in a way, aside yes. from our marriage, which is probably in our relationship with God. But the things that I apply myself to do, uh-huh. it's mothering these children. And I, I want to do it well. I want to do it. I don't want to be an ordinary family. I want to love well. And my husband was praying for us and just his prayer was, Jesus, that we would be like you, that we would look like you, that we would talk like you, that we would love like you. And the Lord reminded me of so much. I can get so overwhelmed. I don't know about you, but I can get so overwhelmed by life, but by all the moving pieces. Mm -hmm. And I see all these things. The logistics. The logistics. Mm -hmm. uh, The logistics. And I can see all these things that I'm doing or who I am or that I could do. And then there's the global scale and everything happening in the world. And and who am I? What what should I do? What should I be doing? And Mm -hmm. the Lord has repeatedly said, you're here to learn to love well. That's why you're here. To learn to love well. That's why all of you are here. And of course, it looks different how it plays out, but you're here to learn to love well. And so he kept reminding me of that. He said, that's your simple direction. Your simple direction for 2017 is love well. And he brought me back to this, again, another time of prayer I'd had with the Lord. And he given me this image of um, the cross that stuck with me so profoundly over the last year where Jesus and I had, we baked some bread together. Hmm. Jesus, he, he's got a thing with bread, right? Yeah. And there was some wine involved, and we we're having a conversation about communion. And in essence, I, I kind of hesitated to take it. Do you know that feeling where you realize the weight of communion? Not just repentance, forgiveness, but I am partaking of the Lord, and I'm saying yes to what this means. And there's this heaviness and sobriety of what it means mm. to to enter into that that relationship with the Lord. And I saw Jesus with the cross on his back, kind of walking away from me. And there's this deep groove in the ground, like a deep trench in the earth that the, the cross makes as he drags it. Right. And the the what he was saying was, the way is clear <laughs> for you. Yeah, there's you, like there's a tr- there's a path line to follow. there's yeah. a path there's a the, tr- the cross makes a path as he walks forward with it and it was this follow me this invitation mm-hmm. to follow me um so i've skipped you know the new year and gone to easter but yes <laughs> it's um it's that invitation to surrender my husband and i had this conversation a couple weeks ago where he was talking about we get to choose to not be angry. This was in regards to our, our marriage mm-hmm. and something we were processing and we were upset at each other. He's like, we, we get to choose to lay down our right to be offended mm-hmm. and to surrender that. Which is such a big thing. It's huge. 
It's it's a hard thing, but it's a powerful thing if you can do that. The freedom it brings you and the life it brings to your relationship. Yeah. So there's this invitation of surrender and love and following Mm -hmm. that we would be like the Lord and follow in that way of the cross and lay down our lives. And I felt like that is sort of the answer to, I want to be a better mom. And the Lord is saying, lay down your life and love well. However, I help you to do that this year. And that's where I ended on this. I he sees me. He knows where I am mm-hmm. in my journey. And the call for 2017 is to love well and to lay down my life and to choose to surrender my pride, my whatever. Yeah. And follow him. That is so. That's profound. how my year has started. I, I don't know speechless. where it's going. <laughs> I don't know where it's going. <laughs> you know? I don't know that I. <laughs> can add to that wow thank you so much for sharing your journey and your (laughs) process with the lord i I think something that we can all take away from that is let's um let's engage with the lord yeah and not just make a a list of things to do but even to have one thing one phrase what is my word for 2017 Yeah. yeah and you can put it on your fridge or you can write it on the front of your journal or somewhere that you'll see it regularly yeah. that amongst all the things that you're doing and all the different hats that you're wearing and all the changes this is what's important this is what the lord said to me about this year and yeah. it can kind of recenter you so for you it was about being a mom yeah. and it's about loving well. So when you're processing, how do I discipline this issue or how do I manage this time? Do I take on this extra job? It cu- you measure it against right. the word of the Lord. Um, obviously, you need to do that in the context of relationship with the Lord. Yeah. But um, he's already spoken. You know, He's already given you something which is so simple but so profound. Yeah. And, to, you know, so f- s- some some people might hear that and it's like that's cool that's good but for me because it's the lord spoke it to me and it pertains to my journey with him right it, it's so intense in my heart you know i feel the weight of it so that's what happens when we sit with the lord i think mm-hmm. and when we listen and we do the thing that we've been talking about on 20 well not 20 the last 17 podcasts right. whatever, <laughs> yeah. of engage with him invite him into exactly where you are and talk to him that i think that's the fruit of that mm-hmm. is that he speaks something that is food to my heart and encouragement and comfort to right. in that, that Lord, what do I do with my life? <laughs> Where's the direction? Mm-hmm. This is what I say to Christiana. And it's something that I can exactly, as you say that every decision and everything I have to do in the coming days of the practical, physical thing, I can hold it against loving well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So where are you? What's, what are your thoughts as well, you? I need to go and spend time with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been processing it, but I haven't actually. This is my honest confession. I haven't yeah. actually done that. My, I do it every year, but yeah. I sit down and I ask the Lord what He has for me this year, and I, yeah. I make notes and I journal. And so you've inspired me. <laughs> All right. Um, what I wanted to share today, which is my kind of regular practice, is to look. So when I want to write down New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. I love New Year's resolutions. I'm Do quite you? a goal motivated person. But what happens when you don't, when you fail? Um, I mean, does that deflate you? Well, 
if I'm really honest, there are lots of times that I write New, New Year's resolutions and I run at it for about three months and then I sort of forget. Sure, yeah. Yeah, um, me too. And then there are certain things. So I might write down 10 things or 15 things and three of them really stick. And so I think that it's worth it for that. Yeah. Um, so far, I haven't had a major fail. I can't think of something Good that I... Good I mean, there have been things that I just didn't do. Didn't do, sure. Yeah. Um, so, well, maybe measuring it by success and failure is wrong anyway. That's my yeah. like high J personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be calling it success or failure anyway. So I'm better at um, like deadlines. If okay. I have a project or yep. a thing that I want to do and I'm excited about and I run yep. at it for a couple of weeks and I fight to get it done and then I have this sense of satisfaction, I've done it. But in the meantime, everything else in my life has been left undone. Yeah. Um, so an area of, um, I'm trying to think <laughs> of the right way to phrase this, that I would like to strengthen yes. in my uh -huh. personality uh -huh. and my personal development is just consistency. Yeah. So just doing the, the more important things before the urgent things or before the yeah. fun things. Um, so... Every year I write down um, resolutions that are more lifestyle related versus project or deadline okay. related. So what, is that? what does that look so, like? So uh, one of them is uh, <laughs> I want to spend time, like actual quality time, having conversations with my children before they go to bed. Yeah. That's oh, for that's my kids at their little ages, that's like a really special season where they're kind of more emotionally engaged yeah. and... Um, so I want to capitalize on that because Absolutely. it won't be like that. They won't be inviting me into that space yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, another one is like going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time oh just Lord. to regulate my Lord Jesus, sleep habits so that I'm not just tired all the time. That's on my New Year's resolution list for the last decade. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yep. Another one is... Uh, spending time with the Lord. So that's changed in different seasons yeah. where I felt grace to do more or less. But I always try and have like a, a date, quote unquote, mm -hmm. like a, a time where I can actually give a, a chunk of time yeah. where I can have a couple of hours where I can either completely be by myself or go to the prayer room or something and journal and process. If you have the capacity to do that every day, then I say <laughs> go for it. I, I just don't in this season. Yeah. So I don't put that expectation on myself. Um, but I do try every day to like check in with the Lord to um, to be in the word and yeah. to just be meditating and, and processing. I really enjoy um, when I'm doing kind of menial tasks like dishes and laundry like mm -hmm. we just have so much laundry <laughs> so i feel like laundry. it's just multiplied <laughs> i don't know i mean we produce enough clothes for i don't anyway you it, could it's disproportional yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't feel like that we have that many clothes but laundry is just endless you have to wash it constantly right i so mean talia's too and yesterday she w we had to change her shirt four times oh my see word. it's it's that yeah that's what it is so Instead of just like moaning, mm -hmm. I take that time where I don't need to use any brain space. I'm just yeah. folding clothes yeah. and I talk to the Lord and I chew on that conversation that I have that felt unresolved or I process this new business idea that my husband has mm. because he has a new one every <laughs> week <laughs> and it takes me a while to like get on board <laughs> and have an opinion <laughs> um, or whatever it is. 
yeah. or just to chat with him, say, Lord, what do you, what are you thinking? Like, how do you see me today? Mm-hmm. Um, those are f- f- in this season have been really the sweetest times. Mm-hmm. So that's my encouragement to you is to look rather than at goals that are like done or not done or succeed yeah. or fail at like, how can I put in place healthy habits and, and lifestyle changes that are ultimately yes. going to shape who I am Yes, and all with all the different hats that I'm wearing are going to make me better, a better podcaster, a better mom, <laughs> a better, you know, leader on my uh, class that I teach or whatever. Um, so this was a teaching that I heard years ago and it talked about your thought life. So mm. we need to be aware of how we see ourselves and what we're thinking about. Yeah. So in there's, when there's a problem, do we assume the worst? We automatically mm-hmm. go to the worst case scenario mm-hmm. and our response is fear or do we, or is there a sort of a prideful response where well, they shouldn't speak to me like that because don't they mm-hmm. know who I am kind of a response mm-hmm. or, you know, there's many millions of different avenues. But I think what's important is to be aware and to actually direct those thoughts. That's right. To choose, like John said, we have the choice to be angry or not. We can choose yeah. not to be offended. I can choose in that moment when that thought comes to bring that thought captive and do with it what I will for it to have done not just let it happen to me so the importance of that is out of our thoughts come our actions Mm -hmm. so you're gonna react out of insecurity or you're gonna snap at your children or you're gonna whatever it is based on where you're at inside your head inside your heart unfortunately so if you can control your (laughs) thoughts (laughs) or be aware you know yeah um, don't want to give you another stick to beat yourself <laughs> yeah. with, but like, you know, just work on, on that. Just being aware of what, or where you sit, what is the conversation of your heart? That's going to shape how you behave, how That's you relate, right. what yeah. your actions are. And that those actions will turn into habits. They will yep. shape the, the little things that you do every day subconsciously. And those things become a lifestyle yep. and your lifestyle will shape your character. Mm-hmm. It will define um, or be a major factor in defining sort of who you are and how people see you and how things play out in your life consistently throughout your life, not just yeah. in one season, but across the board, which ultimately is your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> so many of us, yeah. when we say, well, I've got a few bad habits, it's not a big deal. That's, right. That's fine. We can write that off. But when we say, how, what do you want your destiny to be? What do you want to look back in 20 years and say, I was a woman that stood for this. Or I was a woman that was known for my kindness. Or whatever it is that's important to you or that you feel the Lord is calling you to do. It comes right back to your thought life, your behaviors, your habits. So um, as you are looking at your year, Mm -hmm. I think Christiana said it incredibly well <laughs> to <laughs> to go to the Lord and ask him yeah. what is my name what what do you say about me what do you yeah. say about 2017 and have that as your plumb line That's that right. you measure everything else against and then if you want to make a list I love lists I, I love um, defining this is what I have yeah. to do or this is what I my dream or whatever yeah have them be more based around 
uh, behaviors and habits and lifestyles as opposed yeah. to specific goals like so good. to achieve that you will just continue to grow as a woman and as a child of the king uh, that without even opening your mouth, you will bring glory to him. Mm. And I guess I want to say that you already bring glory to him. Yeah. Um, please hear that, that the Lord, when he made you, he did a good job. He did. And he delights in you. Um, but the more we spend time in his presence, the more we look like him and the yeah. more glory that he receives from our life. And I know that that's definitely a desire of my heart. Yeah. So, yeah. Good word. Good word, friend. Thank you. To open up 2017 mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. So, we love you. We love Moon all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2017. And uh, we look forward to many more times together. We're glad you're here.